Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. All right. Welcome to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we're chatting with Superintendent of Schools, George McGuigan. Is that correct? That's correct. Fantastic. And trustee Kathy Langmead with Fort McMurray Catholic School District. And we're talking everything to do what's going on in the schools, because, I mean, it's it's a hot topic every year, but yet this year kind of microscopes are put on the schools for sure. And I, I got to thank uh, uh, Megan, who sent us all the information we needed today. So I, I don't know if she wants a full call out. So I'll just I'll just say Megan. I want to thank her for all the information she gave us. And, you know, we'll just jump right down the list and to talk about the the news that came out about the school curriculum. Who wants to jump on that one and talk about that? Well, I, 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 thanks, Adam. I think any number of people would love to jump on, on, on that one. That's been a hot <laughs> topic for, for many months now uh, across the province, certainly. Uh, I think we're all quite familiar, quite familiar with it. Uh, I think yesterday's announcement uh, was a definite step in the right direction, I, I would say, um, scaling back uh, on the implementation uh, taking certain subjects back to the drawing board to look at the scope and sequence. And I think certainly listening uh, the messages that have been coming out loud and clear from parents, from teachers, uh, from community, etc., related to the curriculum. So uh, I think it's certainly a wise move on, on the government uh, to take a step back and look at that. Uh, implementation is still going ahead. Uh, uh, in fall of September 2022, uh, uh, K-6 language arts is going forward, or math, because we know literacy and numeracy, those two areas are um, they're more easy for us to deal with because those are ongoing things that we deal with on a normal basis in the schools. Uh, looking at the phys ed and wellness and health, we know that mental health and wellness of our youth and our staff, for that matter, is pretty critical and throwing in uh, uh, financial literacy, which was certainly sent across the province loud and clear that that's something that uh, parents want our, our young people to be start paying attention to. And I'm, I'm a full believer in that as well. I think it's a necessary, vital component of educating our youth and preparing them for the future to know their way around a checkbook. Wouldn't be a checkbook anymore, but... Uh, certainly knowing their way around that and student loans, et cetera, as they go to post-secondary. I, I guess I, I'm cautiously optimistic we're moving in the right direction. Uh, did we get everything we wanted so far? No, because I think people wanted the curriculum to be put on hold completely. Uh, so we're not there yet. So the biggest piece I'm waiting to hear now is with this new committee that's going to be drawn and put together is how is the implementation, what is the implementation going to be for uh, the K through six, 
or is it going to be staggered? And I think they're getting a message loud and clear from uh, the Superintendents Association and I think from ASBA as well that it needs to be staggered. Was there any topics in particular? Because I know, like you said, everybody had input on the curriculum the way it was and wanted to say, you know, what pieces should be in, shouldn't be in. Was there anything that your school district, was there something that you guys were like, this needs to go or this needs to be added? Was there anything in particular that, that you guys seen as an issue? Yeah, we, we started that process last year uh, when the curriculum first was unveiled and, and the moving forward. Uh, we, we had a committee uh, uh, with, uh, I think, about 25, 26 teachers who looked it over and we put a full report together and delivered it to our board of trustees and sent sent that off to Alberta Education with their views on it, uh, simply simply really kind of highlighting as much as we could. Uh, obviously, the most obvious one was the social studies curriculum that everybody has jumped on and saying that's way out in left field. Um, and I think the content and in some areas, certainly, uh, there were some elements of the curriculum certainly we, we liked uh, in the language arts and the math curriculum, I, I think were good steps forward. But the, the key, the, the biggest key for us when we looked at other than the content things that we've been hearing is just the sheer volume of having to go ahead and implement something this broad uh, without the proper resources, without the professional development and learning for teachers to be able to prepare and the time in the middle of COVID uh, and students in and out of school uh, was just, just too, it was just enormous. And we just felt that this is not, it's not reasonable. And it's not, never mind reasonable, it wasn't even possible. Yeah, for sure. And definitely a lot of people would agree with you on that one, that the school curriculum they were putting out, it was just, yeah, like you said, not doable in any way. Uh, We are going to take our first break here on Fort McMurray Matters. But when we come back, we're going to continue chatting with Superintendent of Schools, George McGuigan, and Trustee Kathy Langmead with the Fort McMurray Catholic School District right after this. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper and Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. We're chatting with Superintendent of Schools, George McGuigan, and Trustee Kathy Langmead with the Fort McMurray Catholic School Division. Just before the break, we were talking about the school curriculum and the fact that the Alberta government does appear to be listening about the changes in the curriculum. Now, Trustee Langmead, you were going to, you wanted to say something about the curriculum as well? I'll just tag into that there. Oh, um, sure. Just to say that uh, we do appreciate that uh, Minister LaGrange and her team have have heard what, uh, what we have been saying, both as uh, the trustees uh, within the province and the superintendents, teachers, et cetera, um, in that to go full on with implementation of an entirely new curriculum curriculum would be uh, devastating to students and and to our staff at at this time but uh, so we do appreciate the fact that she has um, you know that that they are listening and that we continue to work together to to move forward forward with something that is going to be sustainable and um, you know getting our kids on the right track. So essentially, like yeah, you guys were saying with the, regards to the curriculum, even if it's just one subject at a time, even if they did that, or does it need to be the full thing just slower or? I think ideally what we would like to see would be um, for implementation of a subject 
um, in in a grade, or you know, and, but not uh, not K through six. Ideally, we would I, our ideal would be to have um, two or three grades the first year, and then stacking onto that the following year, and then again the year after. So um, we'll wait to see what what um, comes out in the spring, but um, we're looking forward to seeing the the draft curriculum uh, and some resources that come to us so that we can get started uh, looking at, at implementation of, of uh, in the fall. This has been the hot topic for, for quite a while now, and for good reason. Like you said, like they, that is such a swath of grades, and during such a hard time, like even on a good year, um, doing a few grades is, would be tricky. And, and this with kids bumping in and out of school all the time, uh, yeah, that's just that's tricky. So at least, like you said, they're going to do a few in, I think it's September next year. They're going to put a few in there. That's something. Yeah, and we did and we don't know what that looks like exactly um, at this time. But uh, yeah, the minister has committed to, um, you know, having putting it putting an expert uh, team together for implementation and then coming up with some options. That was very good to hear. And I know everyone uh, just just to know you're being listened to, because that's always the most frustrating thing when you have such a large group of people saying we don't want this and. The government's saying, no, you just don't know if you what you want. We're just going to push you on you anyway. So that's, that's good. Just to know they're listening. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yes, like I was saying that night, you had a, a board meeting last night where you discussed, you know, kind of the ins and outs and, uh, you know, get down to the nitty gritty. And so what was the nitty gritty you got down to yesterday? Well, so a big part for uh, the board of trustees is a, a, a huge part of our job is um, governance and uh and being responsible for the financials. So last night we approved the audited financial statements for the 2020-2021 school year. And uh, so those that are interested can look forward to seeing those on our website in the near future. (laughs) And as far as staffing updates, we are still uh, looking for substitute teachers. It's been a shortage and it's not just in our division, it's throughout Fort McMurray and in fact throughout Alberta. So, Largely related to the uh, to COVID, uh, but but uh, we're always looking for you know new new substitutes to join us. So um, we welcome people to uh, invite their friends who are teachers or substitute teachers to please contact our division. I was going to say because even the previous town that I had lived in, uh, once COVID got started, it really put a strain on substitute teachers because uh, now you uh, like I don't know how much it has laxed, but teachers like anybody, if you had any sort of cold symptoms, you couldn't just tough it out anymore. And I know uh, teachers are one of those careers where so often you had to just tough out a cold and go you had to go to work because if there was no substitute teacher like somebody had to be there so you just toughed it out so now with these cold symptoms having to go home you need a substitute have they have some of the rules laxed on what teachers are able to go in with you know like to tough it out or or is it still just that that struggle for subs and they we 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 continue to follow the protocols from uh, alberta health services Nothing's changed in, in that regard, Adam. Um, we've always had an issue with finding qualified substitute teachers in the community. Uh, the cost of living and et cetera is higher here. So teachers, people who want to teach are, are not going to move to Fort McMurray to be a substitute teacher. 
they want a teaching contract. And majority of teachers who come here are coming to look for a contract and a career uh, in that regard. So anybody that we get, we end up hiring them because we're a young community and we have lots of maternity leaves, <laughs> et cetera. So um, we're always, con- it's a constant thing for us to be looking for, for uh, teachers to be in the community. So that's a recruiting uh, mechanism that we, COVID has hurt us because everything went to virtual. And it's very difficult to try to hire a teacher when you're doing virtual interviews and meetings. You need to face-to-face and get a relationship. I agree wholeheartedly. It's not the same. I mean, even look right now, we're having to chat on, uh, like, just through through Teams as well, virtually, and it's so much better. It's nice to be face-to-face with someone, especially if you're hiring them for such a sensitive position like being a teacher. Uh, we are going to take our last break here in Fort McMurray Matters, but when we come back, we're going to continue chatting with Superintendent of Schools George McGuigan and Trustee Kathy Langmead with the Fort McMurray Catholic School District. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, today we're chatting with Superintendent of Schools George McGuigan and Trustee Kathy Langmead with the Fort McMurray Catholic School Division. And we had just finished talking about the school curriculum. And, and uh, if you haven't heard the news, there's been a... Big huff about the school curriculum that the Alberta government has been trying to push out for grades K to 6, trying to do all those grades, switch up the curriculum during the middle of a pandemic, which a lot of people, understandably, have had issues of. And we we talked fully about that. So let's jump over to some more happier news because we're in December. We're in the middle of the December, which means Christmas is coming. And you guys have something coming up with Santa's Anonymous. What exactly is that? This is always um, an exciting time of year for us. Um, Our Fort McMurray Catholic School Division, and in particular Father Mercury uh, School, has um, been running Santa's Anonymous for, I think it's now, we're in the 37th year, I believe. And so the students and staff at Father Merck are busy uh, wrapping gifts and getting things together for families in need within our within our division and within um, our Wood Buffalo area. So it's a wonderful opportunity for our students to um, gain real world experience in leadership opportunities. And um, just a shout out to, to them and the staff for all their hard work and that uh, we accept donations. Um, we, we accept donations actually throughout the year for Santa's Anonymous. And we are still accepting donations at the school and online. So um, they can, if, if people are looking to donate to Santa's, um, it provides gifts for children. Uh, we provide a meal for families uh, through, through a gift cards. And um, yeah, it's a it's our it's probably one of our largest service events that we do throughout the school year. Is that that and that uh, works pretty much solely on on donations from individuals? Is there fundraising that goes along uh, with that as well? Yeah, we 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 just finished recently our Miracle Marathon. Um, uh, the oil barons connect with us, and we had the teddy bear toss, and and then we received corporations. I mean, it's like like uh, Trustee Langmead said, Chair Langmead said. I mean, this is 37 and 38 years. This is well in the fabric of this community, and every year people know it's coming. Uh, 
so it's pretty self-advertising. But, I mean, I think the real key of this and its longevity is based on the fact uh, in a Catholic school division where we are at this time of the year, we're in the season of Advent, and we're waiting for the birth of Christ. And uh, we know during this time, one of the key things is that we're all called to turn back and put our attention to the Lord. When you put Santa's Anonymous in the middle of that, where we're doing service to others, uh, that, that's uh, there's a nice marriage between the two. So, and it and it's the students. It's the service for the students uh, that they put forth, and you're building a legacy uh, of them who are there going to be people who give in the community as adults. Well, that is definitely something I have heard of from the community of Fort McMurray and Wood Buffalo in general. Is this how giving of uh, you know their time and donating to charities and these good causes and stuff like that is absolutely fantastic to hear you know with my family and i new to this community that's one of the things you do want to hear about unfortunately though we have run out of time and there's still so much to talk about so i'm going to bring you back tomorrow we can continue chatting about everything here today with uh, superintendent of schools george mcguigan and trustee kathy langmead with the fort mcmurray catholic school division because like i said said we're out of time here on Fort McMurray Matters but if you missed it or you want to hear more you can head to our website mix137fm.com where a fresh episode of our podcast is uploaded every day just click on the news section Fort McMurray Matters airs every weekday at noon I'm Adam Ophis chat with you again tomorrow that's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters want a copy of this episode or any past episode download the podcast at mix1037fm.com brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray Cooper and Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7